All right. So a member of a group that I'm in um, for Catholics and Protestants, just to have a conversation together, uh, Catholic Protestant debate, you can see the title up there, uh, asked this question. Um, previously, they asked, do Catholics believe in Christ? Do they believe that he died for mankind, that he was resurrected? And in order to be saved, we need to accept him as Lord and Savior. And I actually gave both a tongue-in-cheek, but also a serious response that said, yeah, we spent 2,000 years uh, defending that very concept, which the church has done, right? Um, and then uh, the the person said this, uh, you know, many thanks to those that answered. I do need to think about your replies before answering. Uh, in the meantime, uh, could you tell me what your thoughts are regarding the following verse? And he gives, uh, or she gives, the the famous John 3.16, God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And the person then asks, you know, what does the word whoever mean to you? And I, I, I see that somebody acted, you know, reacted with a, with a laugh emote. Um, I actually gave an answer to this already, but I wanted to actually talk about this because I've mentioned this before, I think in passing on this channel. Um, Steve Ray has a really great talk on this. You know, the, 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 the idea of the word belief is a very pregnant word. I'm going to dig into that here in just a minute. Um, but as far as the whoever word goes, I mean, that's a great question. Um, I think whoever means whoever. It means literally it's open to anybody and everybody, right? Um, elsewhere we see in scripture, God so loved the world, um, that he seems only some, but we still see that God, uh, wills the salvation of all people. He is long suffering that wishing that none should perish, but all should come into eternal life. And this makes sense because God is love, right? Um, all of those are scriptural axioms from the New Testament that reveal more to us about the, the very nature of the Father as love himself, as Jesus says, love incarnate, the creator of all things, who creates us not because he's lacking anything, not because he's missing something um, or deficient, but only because he is love and love does what it does, willing the good of another freely without thought of uh, self-interest, but simply for the sake of the other. Uh, that's the only reason for a God who is perfect in his own being to create at all, right? He wasn't lacking anything, but rather he creates because he is love and he wants to share that goodness with us. So what does whoever mean? It means whoever, right? This is an open invitation to everyone uh, and not even just the living, but the dead. For we see when Jesus descends into to the dead in first Peter three, he descends down into the prison of Sheol and he preaches to the gospel. He preaches the gospel to the spirits who were imprisoned, who were uh, amongst them were the people who were disobedient in the days of Noah. That's what Peter says in first Peter three. So he uh, being outside of time is able to pre present the gospel message even to um, those who have gone on before us, right? So, but I think what's really interesting about this verse is less the word whoever and more the word believe, right? So most people think the word believe just means to accept something is true or to feel sure of it being true, uh, etc. And if we look over here in the Greek, um, the word is pisteon. And this is like the active, uh, the, the present participle verb. So literally it doesn't, if you were to translate this directly into English, or if you'd hear a Greek speaker uh, read this, he would say, rather than God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, you know, believes in him uh, should not perish, but have eternal life. We say whoever is believing in him, because it's active, right? Uh, this, this form of the verb is, 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 is a present participle. So whoever is doing this action, whoever is believing in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And even that little change, um, does a lot to 
almost overturn how we read this passage because it seems to imply continuous ongoing action, not one-time mental ascent. I think there's a lot of people who have this one-time mental ascent notion of salvation, and it ultimately winds up feeling like Gnosticism, right? Uh, so they're... Um, they believe in, 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 in Jesus and they know the name Jesus. And so now no matter what they do for the rest of their life, they've got the free pass into heaven. Right. And I think that that's a very deficient understanding of what belief means. And in fact, if we jump down, uh, just 20 verses later to, from John three sixteen to John three thirty six, um, we actually see this It's the last verse in the chapter. Uh, and this is the RSV translation, but it's a pretty good literal translation. He who believes in the son has eternal life, right? Uh, and this is, um, again, pisteo, um, pisteon, whoever's believing the son has eternal life. But then it says this, um, uh, whoever does not obey the son, shall not see life, but the wrath of God rests upon him. This word is translated here as does not obey or is disobedient. And so what's really interesting is in this verse, just 20 verses later, what John is doing is he's contrasting the concept of belief, not with disbelief, but with disobedience. And I think that's really, really important, right? Because Jesus says, if you love me, keep the commandments, right? There's expectations when he separates the sheep and the goats, um, the, the, in that, the parable of the separation of the sheep and the goats, the difference is, uh, you know, when I was hungry, you fed me when I was thirsty, you know, you gave me drink when I was imprisoned, you, you visited me and Lord, Lord, when, when did we see you? Right. Uh, and he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord will be saved, but the one who does the will of the father. Some will say, he says in another place, um, you know, the, the people say, oh, well, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not drive out demons? So they even did some good works in his name, but they didn't have the real belief. He said, depart from me. I never knew you, right? That's what Jesus says. And so that lets us know um, that this passage from John three sixteen is is utterly important, but sometimes for a reason that people don't really grasp initially. And sometimes you have to kind of dig into the language a little bit. I know that's something that, that not everybody has the ability to do uh, easily and on a, and on a regular basis, um, which is one of the reasons I'm shooting this video right now. But I think understanding John three sixteen and what it really means and implies um, can do a lot to kind of help, right? So it's, it's, it's less a matter of, of who, whoever means, because whomever just means any person, right? It's open to all people. Um, but the, the real question is believes. How do we understand what belief is? And belief is, is obedience to Christ and obedience in all things. And that obedience means, um, following the people that he gave the authority to bind and loose and have it ratified on earth as it is in heaven, right? He says to, uh, Simon Peter, in Matthew 16 and to the other apostles, two chapters later in Matthew 18, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We see them exercising this authority in, in Acts 15 when they convoke a council to settle a decision. They're not appealing to scripture, right? They are settling a decision in council that's binding on the church, right? Um, this is utterly a New Testament uh, model. And it's more New Testament than the New Testament, because you know what you can't find in the New Testament? A list of books that belong in the New Testament that came from that self-same church. So by even appealing to scripture, you're already implicitly following the church and you're already accepting obedience to her when she says, these are the books that belong.
Anyway, I hope you found this helpful. Obviously, if you did, feel free to leave a comment below. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and end here, but God bless you.